from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the 10 a.m. Express with myself, Ida Peterson, on this beautiful Tuesday morning, alhamdulillah. We start off the 10 a.m. Express with an interesting and always uplifting, um, you know, uh, trying to uh, just help the community with a small organization, trying to get out there and doing the best that they can to make a difference in the community. We start off the show with one such a project and uh, also an organization. So we speak to Kerry Hoffman, the uh, founder and Executive Director of Super Troopers Dishes. Um, they dish out to this community and of course you can hear by the name Super Troopers. So Super spelled S-O-U-P-E-R meaning soup and that's what they probably dish out to the community but we'll find out more when we speak to Kerry. Good afternoon, good morning Kerry. Hello Aisha, good morning and good morning to your listeners. How are you doing today? Yes, we are super Fantastic on this day. Thank you. Everything is superfied in our super world. Amazing. Yeah, I, I started the introduction saying um, by the name Super, Super um, you know, it speaks for itself and it says what you guys are doing in the community. But please tell us more about Super Troopers. When was it founded and the services that you guys are offering? Thank you for the opportunity to share. Um, so I started, uh, It wasn't. I didn't start Super Troopers in 2014, but I started making soup and sandwiches with an intention to connect with people that um, I felt needed some love. We all need love. And I've decided to park at the company gardens on the pavement and literally opened my booth and just started connecting with people waking up in and around the area or people on their way to work who might need something to eat. And mm-hmm. those connections really just, transformational in terms of just really showing up with nothing um, and having so much more. So together we just connected and socialized and from that day on I just had to make no promises that I couldn't keep but I just gave a date every single month when I would show up and this became a community between homeless people and people called homeful people just coming together to really just bridge some very, very um, necessary things mm-hmm. that, you know, a, a gap where people were just not able to reach basic human needs mm-hmm. and, um, and get services. Um, yeah. Definitely. Sorry to break your word there, Kerry. Um, you know, that's, that's something that, that was done out of the goodness of your heart. I think that has now grown into, into something much bigger. But, um, before we get into, to the areas, I'm sorry, the, the, um, the work and the days and that you guys are doing, the, the giving out of the soup and so forth, speak to us about the areas and, and where, in which area did you start doing this? I started at the company gardens, literally drove up on the pavement. Thankfully, no one ever stopped me. You know, there was no um, chaos or anything negative about it. It was such a a beautiful space that turned into a once a month social where, you know, the basic needs of food and toiletries, clothes, it was really a platform to share 
share anything that anyone had. Mm-hmm. Um, and it immediately empowered someone on the street to be able to help me because it was literally me and my mother's always been with me. And it was just this just authentic um, intention to just really show up humans together. Um, mm-hmm. And for, for a good year and a half or so, I was at the company gardens. And then we moved to um, another premises and for about a year and a half. And that allowed us to really just hone in on what these once a month socials were. So we ended up with guys on the street that would give each other haircuts, we'd celebrate birthdays. Oh. Space not only for to address the basic needs, but really just see what we could do with people mm-hmm. that had nothing and that have so much more than... Um, you know, just being homeless with nowhere to go. Definitely, I think that um, you know, being involved in in the work that you that you're doing definitely makes one realize uh, how fortunate we are to be able to be the one giving and to be able uh, to receive the blessings of the one that is receiving. Yes, hundred um, percent. It just became a space where you know everyone, whether you're in a home or whether you're on the street. There's a there's a commonality between humans where we're all going through something. We're all we all have a story. Our, our motto, our, our slogan. You know, we all human. We all have a story. Together, we are the change. Um, really spoke true in in just getting on with making some changes. Okay, so now why the name Super Troopers? So of course, you know, when I started, it was soup and sandwiches and anything mm-hmm. else we could get. And so, just respecting to the, the beginning of of the six year evolving organisation, where it's not just about the food. Um, so the super became that part. And super troopers, you know, a trooper to me is someone that doesn't give up, that continues even in hard times, and that thinks of other people. You know, if if we think of this community, the the it's almost you know, the miraculousness of homeless people, with home for people, but that we're all united, we're all uniquely different and celebrating our differences. Um, we're troopers and we're working together to, mm. to really make changes and impact communities and uplift leaders to, to help other people. That makes that's so that, That's united us really. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that makes so much sense, uh, Kerry. Um, you know, it's just, it started out with such a, such a good intention and now looking back, you've been able to feed so many people consistently over the past um, months, you know. Um, so I also know that you guys are involved with uh, assisting other uh, soup kitchens. How, how does the, the soup kitchens and the feeding scheme get assistance from you to become beneficiaries? Do they approach you directly? So when lockdown hit and this pandemic became quite something for everyone, homeless, um, we weren't able to really um, be in touch with our homeless beneficiaries. And so we quickly just um, became just diverted um, to home leaders in townships and areas that are not um, supported or don't have a community and we created this um, a fund which we've got an incredible team just helping us um, there's a whole vetting process and application forms that needed to take place in the beginning and we've managed to really we were able to assist over 150 feeding schemes now windled down to a gr- an incredible um, 40 or 50 organizations where you know these are women, men, 
in their own homes, turning their spaces into kitchens, serving their communities, um, or turning their organization into something that could serve their community. But it's not just about the feeding, it's about other uplifting opportunities where we can create sustainable change. Um, and so we've broadened our, um, you know, our impact, not just in the CBD, but in areas of the Western Cape, from Grassy Park to Blue Downs to Mitchell's Plain, um, in Epping, Elsie's River. We really are, it's incredible the, the wide range that we can reach when people come together and we can just trust that, you know, we're not, we're less about the talk and more about the action. And I think in these six years, to impact in such areas um, and, and to really just feel that impact is really something to be hopeful about um, in a very hopeless situation. Definitely. I like that you're saying, you know, being helpful in a hopeless uh, situation, which is uh, probably a lot of the times the people you are feeding, that that is perhaps what they are feeling hopeless. And um, especially when you're not by the means to sustain for yourself and, and to feed your family, um, you know, that can only be heartbreaking and, and stressful at the same time. And so I'm sure that your work and your help comes in very, very handy. Yes, uh, you know, the benefits of being a part of the Super Troopers network. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, we aren't able to take on any further beneficiaries, but, um, you know, I'm certainly hopeful that, that in the near future that could be possible. But, um, you know, you also become a part of a network where, you know, people are sharing their recipes, sharing their suppliers. We, we're finding different um, ways to really just hone in on making the most of what we have. We believe, you know, just the way that I started, you know, my mom always says you start right now with what you've got. And she showed me, you know, that the sky really is the limit. And um, I see, you know, we see with all these um, beneficiaries, whether homeless or or not, um, you know, we all need help. So every little bit goes the longest way. And to see what we have been able to impact with such a little um, again, it's, it's hopeful and we just focus on solutions as opposed to the problems because the problems are just too debilitating and I don't think one gets anywhere focusing on problems. Um, so we, we really are grateful for the people that we've come into contact with. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so Kerry, tell us about the other projects that you run. You mentioned some other, um, you know, some other things you guys do as well. Tell us about that. So, besides the Hunger Relief Fund Network, we've also got holistic support for the homeless, um, where we've employed a field worker, Tasnim Hussein, who is an incredible human. Um, of course, we only have incredible, heartful <laughs> humans in our organization. And we've collaborated with um, the likes of Seaboard Can, Mini Meltdown, Sea Point for All, to, to really work together to create um, what we were working on before lockdown is our human hub which has um, unfolded in in a different way, where we're providing um, counseling, relocation, rehabilitation, needs assessments, outreach, social work, healthcare referrals, a whole bunch of things that every single human is different and has different needs. But if we can really provide that system to link them with, you know, the right means or the right um, services that they require, we can really get on with 
the other part of um, the organization where we empower and um, provide creative um, opportunities to to earn income. So we've also got our supermarket, obviously spelled the super way. Mm-hmm. Um, and our supermarket is ultimately a platform to either empower homeless people, anyone really, to make products and we can sell them. Um, or for us to really um, sell some branding um, products as well, but really just social enterprises to not only deal with the basic needs, um, but also income, you know, generate income for, for people and for the organization. Very interesting, Kerry. But moving on to fundraising and, and income, um, and that's a part that I think we, we're going to be linking up with Karen now um, to speak to us about the fundraising and, of course, how finances are happening and how you can actually sustain all of this uh, good uh, deeds throughout the month and, and keep it going because we know where there's, where there's uh, you know, food involved and, and feeding many people. There, definitely there's finances involved and, and people who need to come on board to make this happen. So thank you very much Kerry. Um, I believe Karen is with you. Yes, hi I am. Hi Karen, how are you doing? I'm very well thanks and you? I'm doing very well thank you. Uh, we're moving on to more of the finance type, uh, side of Super Troopers and I'm wanting to know, are you guys partnering with any organizations in the Emergency Hunger Relief Fund? So in the beginning, when we started the fund, we did it on the basis of a, a, a public appeal. So up to date, we have raised over 800,000 rand just from members of the public and small businesses that have supported us either on an ad hoc basis or with monthly donations. But as I think a lot of nonprofits have seen, as the lockdown has dragged on and everybody starts to feel the, the, the pinch, it's been harder to sustain those donations. Mm-hmm. So we, we're trying to shift our fundraising targeting now um, where we will approach either a corporate or a group of individuals to sponsor a particular one of our beneficiary feeding schemes. Okay. So for example, we um, already have done that successfully with an amazing woman in the Hillview 2 informal settlement. Her name is Charmaine Pretorius, and she cooks and looks after the people in that very, very poor settlement. And we were approached by someone who had lost their father to COVID, who said she wants to do something good in her father's name, so we partnered her with Charmaine Pretorius. So she gave us funding, which that funding is restricted to spending on the Hillview 2 feeding scheme. And that gave us this idea of looking to target specific donors or specific groups of people who we will call super squads and to tie them with a particular beneficiary so that when their donations come in, we ring fence that for that beneficiary. Mm-hmm. We believe it's a good way to do it because then we can create a relationship between the donor and the beneficiary. And for example, we've done that in another situation with um, a woman, Louise, who works in the claim play CNC. And then when she has a particular need, for example, she needed to upgrade her gas burners, we go to her donor and say, 
this is what Louise needs. It's over and above the funding that we can give for the food. Are you prepared to help? And in this case, her donor was, and she now has the new gas donor and pot. That's so amazing. So it's about creating those links so that the donor also feels that they are affecting a particular community and we can keep them regularly updated. And the donor also knows that the funding is going to be spent for the purpose for which it was intended mm-hmm. because we have very strict financial controls and we require our beneficiary schemes to provide invoices and photographs to show how they spent the money that we donated to them. So before they can get the next tranche of funding, they have to account to us fully for the previous amount. Okay. So that gives the donors the peace of mind mm-hmm. to know that we are on top of that. And I think that really brings, um, you know, the donors the, the peace of mind, knowing that, um, you know, where their money is going and, uh, of course, making them feel a part of this project, which is very, very important to keep, um, you know, donations coming in and to keep them on board as well. Um, but, uh, you know, we have like less than a minute left, um, Karen. So in, in conclusion, please tell us how we can get in touch with you and how our listeners can contribute and, and get involved with this project. Thanks so much. All of our information is on our website, www.supertroopers.org, or they can email us on donate at supertroopers.org. We have a very active Facebook page. Um, We'd love for your listeners to get in touch. We can pair them with schemes. We We can work out any kind of financial arrangement. We are desperate for support. And we are prepared to do the work in maintaining our beneficiary network, but we do need the funds. Well said there, Karen, and I think that puts uh, things into perspective in terms of uh, the importance of support because uh, without the support and uh, our listeners' support and coming on board and donating, I think that there's no possibility that this could actually be something that's consistent and, and we know that you guys are doing great work in the community. So in order to keep that going, we need people to come on board and uh, put in, uh, you know, offer the helping hand, be it monetary, and I'm sure that if they can't um, give you money, to help with the organization and they've got something else that that might be of use that you guys will accept that um so yes so so i think that the best thing to do is get in touch with super troopers and make your donation today thank you so much katie hoffman as well as karen goodcomb for joining us today and uh, we wish you all of the best for this project and, and all your future projects projects ahead thank you so much it's an absolute pleasure bye bye for now Hi. Hi. That was the voice of Kerry Hoffman and Karen Gutkin. Um, and they are the founders and the fundraising coordinator for Super Troopers. And they feed a lot of people um, throughout the month. And it's been consistent for uh, a long time now. So in order to keep that going, they need your help. And all you need to do is go on to the webpage www.supertroopers.org or their Facebook page. That's Super Troopers spelled S-O-U-P. P-E-R, and then Troopers, T-R-O-O-P-E-R-S. And that's a wrap of on for this part of the show at 10 AM Express. And that's Super Troopers. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo.